Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just relax. God is right there. You don't have to get his attention. If you're born again, you're one with him already. You don't need to get him to listen. He's with you. You are in him. So every thought you have now or have ever had or any emotion or any challenge, he's always been there. He's always been partaking of that with you. We've talked before about, well, then why doesn't he fix it? Because a lot of times he's made the situation you're in, the circumstances that you're in, to achieve his purpose in you. And, you know, we especially think that, okay, if we're Christians, if we're in the center of God's will, whatever that means, that we're never going to face difficult circumstances, difficult situations. But that's not what it means at all. Instead, we go through the valley. We go through the dark times with him. And sometimes we don't make it all the way through. And this is when we understand that this time here on this earth is just a shadow. It's just a brief moment in our experience. When you think about the lifespan of people, you know, we, you know Bible talks about people living, you know, 916, I think it was Methuselah, 969 years. And yet here we are, we struggle with 96. And we think that's a long life. And so for our time that we are to be here on this earth, the more we can enjoy the priorities that God has given us and the relationship that God has given us for this time here on this earth and not try to answer questions that he has not, don't, has not given us the answers for yet. And that's one of our big challenges. We, we figure that it's all supposed to be done now. We're supposed to have all the answers now. So we write books and we do the conferences and, you know, we, we follow leaders that say they have the answers. And then they don't, those things don't work out and our circumstances don't change. Our prayers are ineffective. And so we go, okay, we're, we're missing something or the devil is stronger or our enemies are stronger or we, come, we try to come up with a reason why things don't work the way we think they do, they should, rather than going, well, maybe the way I think they should is not what the way God thinks they should. You know, he always gets uh, veto rights. He's always going to be in the right. And so trying to convince God to change to fit our expectations is not going to work so we change our beliefs and our actions and our behaviors 
to fit his truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Not our own understanding. Lean not unto your own understanding. We've talked before about how, you know, when we when we try to draw these conclusions, when we only have a little bit of information, we come up with doctrine, doctrines that in and of themselves set us up for deceptions, set us up for disappointment, and sometimes even worse circumstances than we were in. Now, we've been talking about the supernatural realm and that within the supernatural realm, there's the solical realm and the angelic realm and the demonic realm, and still trying to figure out the best way to represent that in the in two dimensions. You know, again, it's but it's still just a, a representation. But there is some kind of an overlap or a connection between the solical realm, which is where your soul functions, within the supernatural realm. There's an overlap between all the different beings that have souls that God has created. Now, God created angels, and God created demons, and God created any, any aliens or ghosts or boogeymen out there. God created them. He created all things. Now, if you've been born again, or if you're even just another human that's still dead in your spirit, you are not in that same category of solical beings. From the best I can tell right now is angels and demons and any other critters in the supernatural realm do not now and have never had a spirit, a that oneness with God that you and I enjoy, that they were specifically created as solical beings to function within the supernatural and natural realms. Now, as a spirit being, you have power and authority over the supernatural realm and all the creatures in it, all the the all the soul, the the soulical realm, the demonic realm, the angelic realm. You have power and authority over that. Your soul has power and authority within it, but as a spirit being, you have power and authority over the solical realm. Just as your soul has power and authority over the natural realm. And that's true for everybody who has a soul. All creatures that have a soul have a level of power and authority over the natural realm. We can make decisions beyond and above the authority and effect of the natural realm. So we're here learning to how the supernatural realm works, how these different solical realms and the and the creatures within it. How do we lear- how do we learn about it? other than by experience. I mean, there have been some helpful books where we can glean here and there from previous generations. The problem is, is very often the doctrine 
or their specific beliefs filter and interpret their experiences and their understanding through their own through a warping lens and that's fine we we don't throw anything out we 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 are willing to learn from whatever source and we are willing to learn from any source because we are in the process of developing our discernment one of the challenges that we the modern christianity for instance has is that there's this idea of that we're just passing through that what we're experiencing now the doctrines we have now give us the permission to not be involved any more than specific areas in what God is doing. Because what God is doing is in you. You and you and you and you and me are his purpose. Not out there. Not getting more souls into heaven. Not correcting what's going on in this country or bringing down strongholds. If he wanted those strongholds down, they'd be down. If he wanted, you know, this correction in this church to be done, it would be done. But he leaves these things for you and I to learn what you and I are drawn to learn. That as you you accept that as a spirit being, you have solical abilities. Some call them latent solical abilities. That they're there, they just need to be quickened and used. And as if you accept that, hopefully there's a desire to have your soul fully functioning, because that's God's desire for you. He is healing the wounds in your soul. He is restoring your mind and your will and your emotions and whatever healing is necessary, any lies that need truth, uh, overcoming that, that, those lies, any deceptions, any, any problems you've got in your soul, any darkness he wants to shine the light in. So that, not just so your soul can be all perfect, but so that your soul can return to unity with your spirit, so that you would be one, spirit, soul, and body, learning to live as a spirit. Now, right now, you and I and most, most of us are living out of our soul. You're interpreting what I'm saying using your solical senses and even your natural senses. Most of us, including myself, have not had much experience, though we're working on it, living out of our spirit. And I think on the road to living out of the spirit, God wants our soul 
the soul is sort of like the midway point that where you and I are comfortable living as natural beings. We know how our body works. We know how to take care of our body or what we should be doing or, you know, we all need sleep. We all need to, to eat. We all need to, you know, have a roof over our head. There are things we understand about how the natural realm works. And that's been sufficient for us. And yet God draws us draws us to know him. And in the process of being drawn, we discover that there's this whole region. There's a whole, you know, we could call it a a supernatural universe, dimension, reality, between natural, our natural existence, and our spiritual existence. And I think, though, there are times that God gives us hints and tastes of the spiritual realm of who and what we truly are. But I think what because what is our big problem that we're dealing with here on this earth is our soul, he wants us to, in the process of our soul being restored, learn how our soul works. And our soul, your soul, works and functions in the supernatural realm. And part of learning how our soul works is learning how the supernatural realm works and all the other creatures in it. Just as in the natural, we learn how our natural, how our body, you know, you learn how your body works by its relationship with the natural realm. You learn how gravity works as a little baby because, you know, when you fall down. That's how gravity works. That's how you learn. And even as simple as, you know, using a doorknob. How do you know how a doorknob works? Well, as a baby, you saw other people turning the knob or flipping the, the, the latch, how, whatever your doorknob is. That's, and then you tried it yourself, and eventually you, can, you could do it yourself. So it's not something that came automatically. It's something that you learned because it was a part of your environment. And again, most of us have, have settled for that, and this is why it's so important to understand the difference between supernatural and spiritual. And as we, again, delve more and more into the supernatural realm, one of the big things we will always encounter is fear. And I gave the, la- the example last uh, week about an, uh, an example for, for, my, for my own life about, you know, I told God that, if, uh, that there was a real fear there about demonic stuff. And he dealt with it in his own way, and but it worked. And he, you know, not only did I overcome that fear, but I also experienced his gentleness, God's gentleness, that the experience he brought me through regarding, you know, this, this lizard 
just that, that just came out of a wall and walked in front of my desk and then walked under my door and into another little closet. And then there were, you know, consequences of that. There was, I experienced that. I saw that. I knew it was not a natural creature in my in my office. But there was absolutely no fear. I had no fear about it, only curiosity. And so I not only overcame any fear, but I appreciated God's gentleness in helping me overcome that fear. That he didn't just throw me into a pool hoping I wouldn't drown. So associated with that learning process was gratitude of the way God taught me. And that's an indicator of as you are learning something, if there if it brings out an appreciation for God's gentleness, his graciousness, his love for us, that's a good indication. Not an absolute one, but a good indication that that is from God, that he is the one bringing you through that experience. So, you know, if you're in a a setting of any kind where there's any kind of condemnation, if you don't do a certain thing, this is what we find a lot around certain activities, around, you know, um, uh, bringing souls into the church, for instance, or finances, how much you're giving, you know, sacrificial giving. If, if there's ever any condemnation or, you know, God's not pleased with you if you don't do this, odds are that's not from God. Now, God will convict, but he won't condemn. And we'll get into, to, um, and we have talked many times before about the whole problem of how God gets our attention and how the more we understand the role of finances as simply an element, an important element in our lives, we can experience a lot more freedom. And finances will go to efforts that are truly in line with what God is doing, even though, again, he's in control of all circumstances, so that's not a problem. But for our purpose now, as we are approaching learning the supernatural realm, we look at how we deal with fear. And we, the most common, we have three enemies, our soul does, in learning to live as a spirit being that has a soul rather than being at the mercy of the strength of our soul, our self-soul. And our enemies are the world system, what we have to deal with on a regular, the strongholds that are a part of this world system, peer pressure, time, you know, the, uh, the demands of, a, of everyday life, family, um, the demands of time. Uh, then the, the flesh, our self, our, we have our own beliefs. We have uh, a way of looking at the world, a way of looking at God and at ourselves that is often based on childhood experiences. You know, we we reject or accept God based on what we learn as a young child and also our temperament, how God put us together. We choose the style of belief by what suits our temperament, whether we're an emotional or 
action oriented or uh, we need a, we want to just understand things. There's a church out there for you. No matter what what your need is, there's a church for you. Because there's so many different. Again, the people who are going to run it are going to be people who are are like you. And you'll we we want comfort. We want to you know like uh, you know draws like. And so we want to be around people who think like us and feel like us and act like us. But that's there's and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's just that is not as long as we recognize that that's just a part of our behavior. It doesn't mean anything. Whether you're a believer or a non-believer, that's true. Whether your spirit has been born again or not, we like being around those who think like us and act like us and believe like us. So to change that, get out of that mindset, we come up against our enemies. So the world system, our flesh, our self, and then there's the devil. And we have the greatest fear about the devil and his cronies. And the devil and his cronies were created by God for a purpose, just as the angels and all the different kinds of angels and all the different kinds of other creatures that, you know, we have no idea. When we talk about, you know, angels, we have no idea what that means. You know, there's messengers, there's, you know, healing angels, there's scribe angels, you know, sometime at some point in time, maybe we'll get into you know a full full series on angelic beings, uh, maybe even also you know other kinds of uh, supernatural beings. But for now, what's really important is how to deal with our fear of what's going on in the supernatural realm. I think one of the big things challenges we have is is we're afraid of either being deceived or hurt or taken advantage of or not pleasing God, making a mistake. And so it becomes a you know, there's there's condemnation there. Don't you know, don't you know, don't get involved with that. Because you're gonna be deceived, you're gonna get um you know, there's there's condemnation there. You're gonna get hurt. Don't mess around with that. That's you know, that's either not for our day well, that's for special people to uh, to deal with. And then if you start, if you're all curious, if you're all wondering, how does that work? You're inviting trouble. So just stay out of it. Don't get involved. Just stay out of it. When the exact opposite is the case, is that you have the power and authority over the demonic realm, and that part of your character, part of your nature, your spiritual nature, is to exercise that power and authority. You are the kingdom. You have power and authority over the devil and his creatures and his, and his angels and his little beings. The goal is not to bring the devil and his cronies into submission or to fix them or to cast them into the deepest, darkest hells or anything. If God didn't want the devil around, he wouldn't be around. 
he created him and left him here and he and put them put some in your life for his purpose for your purpose to bring you into oneness and to teach you how to use those latent solical abilities that you already have in your soul so how do we get over this fear well, for one, we don't make it a big deal. We, we deal more with what we believe rather than looking, trying to dissect and understand all the different nuances of the solical realm, the supernatural realm. Now, once we, are over, once we overcome that fear, or as at least we get over the, that first hump, and and have had an experience where, okay, God, we know God will protect us. We know God will address those concerns by himself, and he will be gentle. Once you have that first experience, everything else is, I know that I'm going to make mistakes. I know, uh, you know, God's not going to hold me, you know, accountable he's not going to condemn me i'm not going to he's not going to let me get into such a mess that he can't get me out there's going to be situations that you can't get out of sure that's true no matter what that's true no matter whether you're looking for to learn whether you're looking to be one with him that's going to happen he's going to put you in situations that you can't handle but nothing that he can't handle so let me just give you this one little example, just as a parallel illustration that's, that's going on for me right now. Um, like so many people, I'm on Facebook, and I got uh, a relative that uh, sent me a friend message. And I was doing some other stuff, and it came up, you know, and I said, well, you know, I was in the middle of other things, and I'm going, I thought I was already friends with him, but I went ahead and accepted his friendship. And, you know, like a day later, I got a message from him. And I'm going, oh, this is great. Okay, I haven't talked to him in quite some time. This is actually a nephew. And he messaged me and he's like, hey, how you doing? You know, and so I answered him, hey, it's great to hear from you. What's up with you? And, you know, this was over a couple days. He said, hey, I just wanted to know if you've gotten your mega bonus yet. And I'm going, you know, basically ding, ding, ding. Okay. I knew there's a possibility that I was being spoofed or whatever you want to call it. It doesn't really matter what you call it, but that there are, you know, people who can mimic uh, friends and, you know, and all these other things. It doesn't really matter about the technical stuff. But, okay, I, I saw that there was uh, a possibility that this was not my nephew. Now, I then had a lot of choices. I could have just blocked him or ignored him or reported him to Facebook or whatever, but I'm just having this silly little conversation with him because it doesn't matter. I'm, you know, I'm not getting all upset. I'm not spending any time, like I said, contacting Facebook to report this person so they can get the IP. Now, if, you know, if it was threatening or if it was, you know, um, intrusive, that might be something I'd do. But for right now, you know, he's saying 
you know, my response was, yeah, I got mine. You know, thanks. Thanks for asking. And, you know, they don't know what to do with that, of course. So just having a little fun. But that's it. It's, it's an awareness of, okay, it's the same way. You might be getting something in your mailbox, you know, in your, in your uh, email. You might even get some, you know, goofy thing, whatever, electronic or digital thing. And if you have an awareness that there are fakes and, you know, phone calls, the IRS call you, tell you that you need to, you know, send them, you know, $10,000, Hopefully you'll have an awareness, no, I need to check this out before I just send them a $10,000. And as simple as that is, that's, that's what we're looking at for the supernatural realm. It's awareness that will overcome the fear. It's not knowing, okay, absolutely every way you can be tricked or deceived, or accused by the devil, by his enemies. It's not knowing about every single tool, but it's knowing about enough of how they work, what part of you and I is taken advantage of. And knowing that God wants us, you know, to be wise as serpents, we don't have to be afraid. And we can have the experiences where even if we make a mistake and the, and the IRS calls us and we accidentally give them, send them the 10000 then, of course, they want the twenty and the, the 30 and they want us to sell our house to pay back taxes. Hopefully somebody else will intervene and say, no, don't do that. You know, you're being, you know, tricked. But even if that's the case, we're, we've learned something through that. And we don't have anything to fear if our awareness is heightened. And that's the goal. It's not about, it's the same way as we learn about counterfeit, you know, money. We study the real. We study how God works. That when we have an encounter, does it bring us peace? Does it bring us gratitude? For this is the way God does things. Or do we feel condemned and accused? So um, we will be getting back together again the same time next week. Feel free to drop me a line at dianeattherainersclub.org or through Blog Talk Radio. Uh, have a Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.